When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and SJ Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to the Punk Rock and Beer Podcast. Really quickly, before we get into this episode, I wanted to mention my Patreon. Patrons get all of the podcasts a week early. I do giveaways. I do some other stuff. But most importantly, if you want me to review your music or artwork or anything else, Patreon is the way to do that. Every month, I do a call for submissions. All you need to do if you want me to review something is just post it in the comments of that post. Then I will review it live on Twitch for the hundreds of people that tune into every stream and post it on Patreon for everyone to check out. All you need to do is just join at the $10 and up level. Stay tuned for that post and you are good to go. So if that sounds cool to you and you want me to review your music, artwork, or anything else, hit the link in the show notes for this episode. And thank you very much to everyone who supports over on Patreon. Welcome to the show. Thanks for making time for this. Dude, thank you for having me, man. What the heck? I'm stoked, dude. Thank you. Awesome. Well, yeah, what's what's going on? I know you guys, uh, my understanding is you guys are in the middle of like recording and stuff now. Dude, it's it's all done. Yeah. Oh, it's done. Yeah, it's all done. Just kind of getting that whole um that whole rollout thing going. But uh it's definitely taking a sec here. Yeah. Yeah, but we're done, man. We're stoked on it. I'm like on cloud nine. I, I wish it was ready to drop like ASAP, but it's gonna be a cool minute. Nice. Well, hey, you got the hard part done. Yeah, straight up, man. I'm I'm, I'm very, very thankful to be done with that part. It's it's fun, but it's it's nice we have the shoulders. Yeah, who did you guys record with this time? We went uh went back to the to the the pit, Mr. Taylor oh, okay. Young. Cool. Yeah, we did like we did drums at uh at Dave Grohl's spot, and then did everything else with him. Yeah, I mean for this kind of stuff, Taylor's the man. Yeah, I love it. I like. I mean, it feels weird. To, it would feel weird to go somewhere else. You know, that's kind of my my dude. Yeah. So I'll, I'm stoked on that. Cool. So do you do you know when the album's coming out yet, or are you still working on that? I think we were just talking earlier today. I think it is looking like legit, like I think April or May, like a ways. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm kind of, <laughs> I got I to gotta get people uh, hanging around <laughs> till that time. We'll see. Yeah. Damn. Well, I, I mean, is that just because Epitaph has a lot of stuff going on or what? Yeah, I don't really, to be honest, it does seem a little bit long. I mean, they said nine months from the time it's like done recording. But I think that's like, we're still like kind of, you know, we've been done for a sec, but like, just toying with a couple things and tweaking stuff. We're just going to album like artwork started, like, you know, videos and singles and stuff. They want to do like a full rollout. I think it's right, like right, three right. singles or something. Yeah. So 
Yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, I'm down, man. The rest has kind of just been like run and gun. Come on, Brett. What's going on? Uh, dude, I'm, I want to drop it, but I, I feel I'm like, you know what? It, it would be the worst thing to, to try to do like a proper thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's see what that's all about, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, you guys just played Southern Fury too, right? Yeah, just rocked it, man. It's crazy. It's just nuts. Yeah, it looked insane. That was was that like the biggest one they've done? I think so. Yeah, I think of all of all the years they've been doing it, this is the biggest one. It was crazy, man. Um, yeah, all outside, and it, like it felt big. It looked fucking kinda, huge. Yeah, it, it felt like all day. I knew it was big, and then we got up, and I was like, oh my god, this is like big, big. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just being in the crowd, you know, there's a lot of people, but when you're seeing it from the other end, like, holy shit, dude, it was so sick, though. It's crazy how big some of these like hardcore things are now, like. You know, like the Hab Heart reunion a couple years ago, you know, it's like, yeah. I, I mean, it's awesome, but I just had no idea there were that many people that would go to anything related to hardcore, you know? Dude, I mean, yeah, we just did that Outbreak Festival in the UK and like, you know, for me, an American dude, I mean, I didn't know pretty much anything about any of those shows when that flyer was dropped, you know, the whole tour out. And so I'm like, okay, 200 kids one night, 100 kids one night, and then it's Outbreak, like 8,000 kids. I'm like, oh my God. That's like, that was, a, I think Sound Fury was close. I think that was the biggest show we've ever played though. And yeah, who know? They're like, yeah, the year before this, it was like at like a very small like, club. And this year it's at this giant like warehouse with like 8,000 kids. Nuts. Yeah. What, what a time to be alive. Do you guys want to be one of those bands like Turnstile or Power Trip or something that kind of gets adopted outside of like the, the hardcore scene or like, where's your head on that kind of thing? Yeah, man, I, I do. You know, I, I really do. And like, I, I mean, those are two bands I have a ton of respect. And I kind of look at, you know, like a lot like a copycat way, but I look at what they do. And I'm like, that's in my head. The way I see it, that's the right way to go about it, man. Like, I mean, they've shown you what you can do without compromising on the music or who you are or anything like that and still do big things. Totally. So that that is definitely something I would like to carve our own path out in, you know, in, in a similar lane, you know, just the way they're doing it. Like we've, you know, I, I can humbly say i think we cemented our, our name in, in hardcore and like you know and that's where our home will always be i would love to take a step out and, and do some other cool things and introduce new kids to what we're all about um yeah and then you know obviously come right back and play what we love and what we know but not be scared to try something new even if it does seem a little jarring you know hopefully man i'm really hoping as this new one drops you know we'll kind of get more of those opportunities have you changed things up musically at all on the album or is it kind of more of no i don't want to say more of the same but you know yeah more or less more of the same you know what i mean i feel like we we just kind of went in and like really just jammed a lot like we really just jammed and then like kind of built songs that way which we had done before but even more so is like we really trimmed off like whatever fat and i know i feel like every band says that but i hope no show it's our most mature album ever yeah this is the best thing y'all y'all aren't ready for this i'm like i'm like it's more heavy but it's more melodic yeah oh it's 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 yeah it's uh i think it's, it'll be cool I, I feel like side a is definitely just like the hardcore it's for the hardcore kids and side b is a little bit more enjoyable to listen to you know a little more, more interesting to listen to so i hope you know whenever this drops if, if the album's close to that you know i, I think there'll be something for everybody which is sick cool how, how did you guys end up on epitaph because that was kind of i mean you were you were on revelation before which seems like a natural home but epitaph's definitely like you know i love revelation but epitaph's on kind of another level in terms of like profile how did that work out yeah dude kind of wild man i mean we put it was like the word about that started like like four or five days after our, our album dropped on rev and like you know truthfully i don't know if it's like the right or wrong thing to say so i'm just gonna say anyways at one point early on there was like even talking epitaph might 
buy like the record and like reissue it because it was so early. It's like, if we do it now, it'll, right. it's so fresh still. And it just didn't really happen. So we were like, Oh my God. And they're like, okay, like, it just didn't work for this one, but let's, let's stay in the loop. And so like a year, you know, about six, seven months went by and they, they kind of reached back out. And we were like, okay, I'm sure they're going to want to do that. Yeah, no way. And then sure enough, they were still like interested. And they're like, okay, you guys ready to start writing like new music? And we were like, kind of, because we still hadn't played any of those songs. I mean, the first time we played any of the songs off that album, the album was almost two years old, which is crazy. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, it, they we were asking about how that happened. And it was like, they were saying they do these really cool like meetings, like once a month, I think it is, or once a week um, amongst their staff. which is like, okay, what, what did you listen to this week that you liked? And someone dropped the record and I don't know, they decided to check it out. And I was like, dude, that's like really crazy. But that's how like the seed got planted, which is so sick. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Epitaph is like such a cool place for you guys because they have such a varied roster. You know, they got everyone from like you guys to Little Lotus to the Linda Lindas, but it all works. And they also are still able to like give you all kinds of cool opportunities and like just seems like it's the perfect place to be. Yeah. I mean, and it's, and that's the thing we kind of like, we're, you know, as we started kind of broadening our, our horizons, it's like, dude, this is like, this makes so much sense, you know, to kind of just take us a, a bigger step, you know, even though it does feel a little jarring, but like, I'm so pumped, man. I'm so pumped. I mean, like, forget about like hardcore and just like, but like as a kid, like some of my first music interests just in general, sure. were like bands on that label, you know? So the fact they would like want to let us be a part of that's like insane. I'm so stoked on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it's crazy, dude. And I'm I'm so stoked. I really do like. I would love to get to start playing some shows with you know bands that are also on the roster. Right. I would love to rock with Little Lotus. Big fan. Dude, that would be awesome. And people that people would be into that. That's the cool thing about where we're at now is that that show could happen and it would make perfect sense. Yeah, dude. I hope, man. I like. Oddly enough, our like Euro driver, the tour he had just had like three days before us was Little Lotus. So he like randomly like FaceTimed him. So it's like, yo, dude, like, I hope if you're listening, bro, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, man. I hope. I hope. I really love to do that. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's the cool thing about hardcore is that out of all the genres, I think hardcore like is the most open minded as far as those kind of like, you know, like cross pollinations and mixed bills and stuff like that. Oh, totally, man. I mean, there's like, you know, like, like, I know this is fair share of clothes, clothes mindedness, but on the same boat, it's like, dude, like this weekend, it's like, you know, I had some family come out Sound and Fury and they're like, this, this band doesn't sound like the other bands that we're just playing with like pity sex or whatever, super right. heavy. And I'm like, yeah, but like, it's, it's the same thing. That's what's so beautiful about this. It's it like, all it's, works. It's yeah. so, you know, it's all the same deal, you know? So I love that, man. You can have harm's way and turnover play the same show and it's totally cool dude and and people are like people and like myself are like so stoked on the switch ups i love it man it's such a like a palate cleanse and that's the thing man like as we're kind of starting to like talk about like rolling out this album doing tours you know i'm like totally on that tip of like dude like it would be so fun to do like get like your ass beater band and then just get something like a little more on the <laughs> pop side and maybe even th like throw a hip-hop artist on you know because that's right. like all of what we're listening to always yeah well on that note you guys uh have like uh, one thing i really liked about the band is you guys have that like fun upbeat kind of vibe that it's without being like corny but it's like it still has like the aggression but it's like fun tell me about that yeah man i you know i really wish i could say it was much of a plan i, I really do think it's like it's just being being true to ourselves and being real and that's kind of just what I, I know, what, what we know, you know, and like people have asked and we're talking like, dude, I like, I wish I could say I like sat down and was like, yeah, I really thought about this. Like, dude, I don't know, man. That's just us in a nutshell, you know, like just like wanting to find the, our favorite things 
in these things. Like we love this aggressive sound, but maybe there's other things we maybe don't necessarily, not even that we don't like. It's just like, dude, I'm not going to front. I'm not a hard dude. I'm a pretty soft, you know, I keep it real, but it's like, dude, I, I'm more like, on oh, like, you know, that, that Richmond side of hardcore, all those dudes just hopping in the water. I'm like, dude, that looks sick. Like, right. I, I love, I love the heart. I love, you know, good mosh part. I'm like, dude, like, I don't know, man. I'm more stoked with kids just having a good time going ballistic, you know, and just feeling alive and feeling good. And so it's like, try to bring that forward. But yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. Cause it really does become more apparent. Like as we're starting to kind of rise up the rosters on shows and like playing more, it's like, I kind of, I don't know. It's so strange, but it's like, dude, I kind of see, I'm like, oh, we're all kind of setting the tone. Mm-hmm. We're kind of setting the vibe. And before it's like, you know, well, that's just what we, what we, what we do, but it's someone else's show. But now as it's kind of like, oh, it's like our shows, our night. It's like, dude, we're kind of setting, setting a tone, man. And um, I like it. So I, I hope everyone's loving it, but I'm just, I don't know. It makes me stoked to see. Yeah. You it's know? cool. Cause like, it's easy for that to go corny and you know, you can, yeah. you know, like the pizza thrash bands, which, you know, I get it. But to me, that's a little bit, that's like a little goofy. It's like a costume kind of, um, and if oh, they yeah. like it, whatever, but you know, you guys have that same kind of fun without getting into corny territory. Totally, man. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know if it's like, because it's real lyrics that like means something, at least to me, you know, and like, not, you know, there's no like facade about it or like a, you know, like you said, clothing, we're not like dressing a certain way to try to come off a certain way. It's like, I don't know exactly what it is. I can't really pinpoint on it, man. It's just like, I don't know. As a kid, it's just, it's just a vibe, you know. It's just <laughs> right. the vibe we're we're all feeling. I'm like, dude, I I, I got to get a better vocab, but that's it. I'm like, dude, it's just the vibe, man. Just like you got to get your TikTok earring, dude. I see, I know, man. I got, I got an AirPod today. I get a look at nice, like upside down cross tomorrow. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, dangle it out. No, man. I mean, it's a uh, yeah, just keeping the vibe real. And, and I don't know, man. It's just I think it's a refreshing thing. People didn't really realize they may have wanted, you know. And it's like. Nice. I don't know. It's just fun, man. Like <laughs> drinks for the kids, you know, right. <laughs> it's for everybody, dude. It really is for everybody. I really like the visuals a lot too. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talk to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. But first, I want to thank DistroKid for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you're not familiar, DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that musicians use to put their music into online stores and streaming services. So in plain language, if you have ever wondered how to get your music on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, and many, many more, there's like dozens and dozens of different streaming services. DistroKid is the way to do it. It is super easy. I have used it to put my music on Spotify. It took me maybe five minutes to like set it up and upload everything. It's legitimately awesome. I am sincerely a fan of this company and their product. And for those of you who have asked, you can also upload your music to TikTok with DistroKid. And if you want a chance to get featured on DistroKid's Spotify playlists, 
You can do that by submitting a song through Spotlight and getting your fans to vote for you. You can also use Hyperfollow to get more Spotify followers. You can promote your new release as well as Spotify Canvas. That's where there's the video in the background in the player and when you share it on Instagram, it shares that video too to make your Spotify release pop. And Spotify Canvas is available to all DistroKid artists. Like I said, as you can probably tell from this, like I am sincerely a fan of DistroKid. DistroKid can do everything I just talked about and so much more. So be sure to sign up with my link, which is in the show notes for this episode, to get 7% off your first year. That link is in the show notes of this episode or go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash the punk rock NBA. And thanks again to DistroKid for sponsoring this episode. Is that correct that you're not from Santa Cruz? I'm not originally. No, I'm um I'm coming up my 10 years next month there, but I'm I'm born and raised in San Pedro, California, which oh, okay. is like a, a neighborhood in LA. Um and I yeah, I left when I was 18 to go to Santa Cruz for, for college. So still more or less a beach town. Exactly. I I'm, I'm right. I've never lived not on the water. So very very fortunate. Got it. Okay. I thought maybe you're from San Jose and I was going to call you out for being a fake surfer. Oh, dude, I, I am a fake surfer though. I, I, I'm not from San Jose, but I am fake surfer. No, I mean, I work in San Jose now. All my friends, you know, a lot of my friends are living there. Um, but I, yeah, that, that surfing was actually my, my COVID, uh, my COVID hobby. I'm kind of, okay. uh, it's been the forbidden fruit. I can't really swim. So I've just like always looked from afar, always go on the beach, but like, once I can't touch, I freak out. But right. I finally was like, dude, fuck it. Let's just buy a board. Let's just figure this out. And, uh, and then coincidentally, like Joseph, the singer tsunami, he, you know, he also had a board right around the same time, bought one, uh, my buddy Malachi from scowl, he serves Tim, our drummer serves. So we've got like a, a little crew that'll go out once in a while, man. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I like that. I mean, that beach vibe is like such a big part of the band and it works. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's funny do you Like, I think I've like archived the post, but like when I first like, made our little drain, like Instagram, there's still posts. Like the first one's like a boogie board. I like spray painted drain on and like would bring to our, our show of three people. And it was like, yeah, this is sick. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just always love that. I mean, I've also, I grew up loving like waste. So I feel like just seeing municipal waste shows I'm like, dude, right. This is like the visual I like with maybe like, less tongue in cheek on the musical side. Right. But like the vibe of just people just going completely nuts. I love, you know, kind of shaped me to, to be where I'm at now. It reminds me of all the like 80s skate graphics that, you know, I was into when I was a kid. Oh dude, they're the best. I still pull from those. I'm not going to lie. I still always pulling them up. Just like, you know, whatever bones brigades, you know, like right. decks and just looking through art and kind of sending references to artists, you know, like, yeah, that's a, we're, we're letting it all out. It's such a timeless aesthetic and mood. And like, I feel like for the rest of time, that's going to be a cool look. Dude, it's just sick. Like, it's just undeniably sick. Like you get like those decks, from, like the eighties. It's like, dude, throw that, like tweak it a little bit, throw it on a shirt. And it's like, like, this is hardcore. You know, we just played it. Love it. Love all the bands there. I think we're the only band that have like a yellow shirt. Right. I mean, like a, a forest green shirt. It's like, dude, just throw some cool colors on that thing. It's like, I don't know, maybe it's just right now, but people, dude, people are stoked on it. I love it, dude. You know, it stands out. And I just love that shit, man. I mean, there's nobody that can look at that aesthetic and be like, fuck that. I hate that. Like if you, <laughs> if, if you're that person, you just have no soul. Dude. Yeah, it, uh, some people I do love, love the music. Can't rock it. But like, you guys got a black shirt. I'm like, dude, I don't, but one of these days, man, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you like the tunes. That's sick. Yeah, I love that shit, man. It's just it's just tough, dude. It's just undeniably tough. 
Yeah. Well, so do you live in Santa Cruz now or you're saying you live in San Jose now? No. So I live in Santa Cruz and I drive, I drive San Jose for work like 40 minutes away. But yeah, yeah I live in Santa Cruz now. Um, and I've, I've been there for about 10 years. Yeah. I, I love it, man. It's, uh, it's definitely become home like pretty immediately. Well, it's not the cheapest place in the world to live. Oh my God. Yeah. Then people are like, why does, why you guys don't tour? You know, why don't you tour full time? Like, dude, I, I can't, we like literally yeah. cannot do it. Yeah. I wish. Um, it's steep, man. And that's, you know, that's where like, early on the conversation we were having when we first started touring about was like, dude, like, fuck man, like I would, I would move away, but like, I love, I just love being here. And like, dude, it's like the curse of California. That's where we started. It started the other way. I was like, Oh, okay. I got the curse of California. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, we should like tweak that into a song. And then, you know, obviously became an album and everything. But yeah, man, that's where it started. It was like, dude, like we'd go places and see other people where they're living. Cause we, we'd never really toured before. So we right. bought our van and we're just like, let's go. And we're like, Whoa, like how much, how much you pay to live here? Like, cause we had to ask people to stay at their yeah. house. And like, you know, whatever it is I'm like, oh my God, dude, that's like a quarter of what I pay. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't really do anything because there's nothing to do. So we just kind of stay play video games all day. I'm like, I mean, that's sick if that's what you're into. I'm like, fuck, I feel it, man. I'm I'm very lucky. Like it's it's tough. I feel so yeah, I don't have a whole lot of money left over to spend, but everything I need is free. It's right it's, here. It's, it's worth know? it, you know? I mean, yeah. We we live in kind of the Seattle area, which is not quite as bad as San Jose, but it's not far off. Oh yeah. I think about the same thing all the time. It is so fucking expensive out here. Yeah. But it's worth it. I lived in Ohio for 12 years. It's probably yeah, costs a quarter of what it does in Seattle. I would pay Seattle prices any day of the week. Yeah, dude. I, I bet, man. This is a quality of life, man. That's just something it's like you know. I mean, I guess you can't put a price on it, but dude, I don't know. It's it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it to feel good, you know, wake up feeling good and be proud of where you live and proud of your community and, you know, identify with the values that they share. So I feel very blessed, man. And and, and coincidentally, it just worked out too that I happen to have like one of the coolest scenes in the country, in the world that I'm good to be a part of because there's a bunch of friends that are like-minded and we're all building this thing together, you know, very lucky. Yeah, that, that Bay Area kind of scene has been so sick in the past, you know, eight or 10 years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, dude, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm a new Jack fan. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I definitely, you know, some of my dudes like from Gold to Tsunami and Hands of God, those guys have really been going since like 2006 in San Jose, and I was like a kid, and that wasn't listening to that stuff there at all. But so I, I, you know, at least in the time that I have been a part of it, you know, like, and from what they've mentioned, you know, it's like, dude, like we had bands that maybe weren't as great, or they were they were good, but like overshadowed by all the great bands coming out of L.A you know, which is not too far. So it makes sense. And it just feels cool that, you know, whether it's because of, you know, just everyone growing up or whatever, everyone's just so like united across the coastline. But like, we have so many friends here that we're all just like on the same mindset. And after years and years of like, you know, doing stuff, it's like, we're finally all getting our moment. It's sick. You know, we're having it, having it now and probably gone soon. So I'm just enjoying for the time, you know, and no one will stay on top forever, but it feels real cool to have had this moment like this weekend where it's like, dude, you know, six bands from the same like 50 mile radius playing this big festival. That's amazing, man. That are all getting like really global attention. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's it's super surreal. Totally surreal. Yeah. Stoked. So are you thinking that there will ever be a time where you do tour full time? Maybe like do the homeless thing? Yeah. Cause you kind of have to if you got to pay Santa Cruz rent. Yeah, I think I think we will. You know, it's just been kind of you know, I think we probably would have done it and we had some stuff lined up, you know, when the, this uh, California curse was dropping, but that was fresh into COVID. So I feel like right. we kind of, we have like a couple things and then the record did good. So I wouldn't have been surprised if, you know, some offers had came through and we were hungry, you know, 
we would have done it and it just kind of didn't happen. And so by the time tours came back, it was kind of, you know, maybe a little bit old news. Um, I think we will, man. I think we want to, you know, maybe just do it the right way. I definitely don't think we'll ever be a band where it's just like, we just want to go just to be gone right? type thing. But you know, like something that excites us and comes our way or something that we plan that we think is exciting. Um, I, I think we will, man. I, I really think we will. Actually, I know we will. Yeah, there are there are some of those some bands, and and I get it. But there's some bands where they take kind of you know kind of a shitty tour, but it's like because that's what they do. They're on the road ten months out of the year, and like they need a tour. Yeah, and I get it, but I would be a bummer to me. I know every band is important, and every band has like a special place for the people in it. But I know at least for for myself, I can only speak on Drain. It's like I know that this band wouldn't. I think it would it wouldn't be the same thing if it was like that. You know, the excitement like, w- w- within the team wasn't right. there. And I think that that's what makes this band so special. And I think if it ever did become more of like, all right, this is just work tonight, you know, and for the next six weeks, this is just work. It wouldn't mean the same. It wouldn't feel the same. And I think people would see that pretty quickly. It's like, oh, this is, they're not having fun. Right. Because you guys just look like you're having the time of your life when you play shows or in your videos. And yeah, if you're going out with a bunch of bands you don't care about for a scene, you're not invested in, I think it would show. Yeah, man, totally. And I I think that's kind of the thing, you know, just trying to like navigate through how do we, how do we do this? I I don't know. You know, I'm going to try to try to find out. We'll see as the next like year, two years rolls around, see what we can really get into, man. But uh, yeah, I definitely going out with hinder this summer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. It's like, and it's funny because I think playing the taste of Dayton. Yeah, dude, ex- exactly. That that type of deal. I mean, shit, we get some good laughs. That's for sure that we definitely find some cool characters. We, we make the best of it. That's what we'll say. We make the best of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, on the other hand, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe that would be like the best day of a kid's life in Dayton, you know, straight up. Yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like at that point, we're kind of working not work, but we're doing it for ourselves, but for everybody else too, man, if we can make someone else's day that much better um, and have them going home and being like, let me like check this out and like dive into something that might become a huge part of their life. You know, that's pretty badass. I'd be pretty stoked on that. It could totally happen. Like I could totally imagine playing the taste of Dayton and some kid, I mean, it would be more than one kid, but there's going to be some number of kids that go home. And that was the first time they'd ever heard a band that sounded like that, that had that vibe and they go down the rabbit hole, and like that was the thing that got them into this whole world. Yeah, dude. See, like how epic is that? See, make me reevaluate, reevaluate right here. Like I remember, you know, in the '90s when there are all those bands like Quicksand and Civ and stuff that signed to major labels, they would play those kind of like kind of lame tours and do the late night shows and stuff like that. And uh, I know that it was not always the best experience for them, but they legitimately got like tons and tons of kids into it. You know, H2O was another one of those bands. Yeah. You know, that someone's got to go out there and do it, whether that you want that to be you or not is your choice. But, you know, that is an important thing. Totally. Yeah, man. I, I, I think I think we're really trying to do it. at least just give it a shot. You never know. You know, like this very well could be the last album we do if it doesn't go great. But hypothetically, you know, like that's just how it goes. It's like at least that's the, the, the mentality I have. It's like if this one were to flop, for example, you know, I don't know if people would stick around to want to hear a third one, you know? So it's like, yo, everything counts. We got to bring our best foot right. forward. And if while, while the iron's hot, you know, you got to strike. And so if people want to see us, we are going to make sure they see us, you know, we're going to go to wherever they are, wherever far wide, you know, because that opportunity might not ever come back. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go play, uh, play taste of date next to the funnel cake and the Marine Corps pull-up booth contest, you know? <laughs> 
I'm down, man, watching it. And I'll stay there. I'm like, dude, I actually don't think I'm going to do the rest of the tour. I think I found my new home. I'm, I'm posting, man. Yeah, you got to <laughs> bring bring the bay to them. Yeah, it's straight up, man. Uh, you know, and that's that's the thing, too, man. It's like all our friends are getting out there and doing it. It's like, dude, one, one of us doing good helps the other guy do good. You know, we're all like just helping spread you know, what we got going on back home. And it's like, I've seen my friends out there just charging. Tsunami and Scout are just charging it. Um, and it gets me stoked. I'm like, dude, yo, like that, fuck. I want, I want to get out there. You know what I mean? It yeah. gets me pumped up. See my friends kill it. I'm like, dude, that's sick. When they're not, I'm, I'm going to go out, you know? I mean, it really is amazing how much like Tsunami and Gulch like have gotten TikTok kids and stuff that otherwise would have nothing to do with this kind of music. Gotten them into it. Oh, dude, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, all the band, I mean, you know, I play in Dre, I play in Gulch. And it's like, dude, seeing like, you know, Dre, I, I get it. I do get the vibe. It's a little yeah. more like accessible. Right. It blows me away sometimes. Gulch is like, not. Wow. No, not at all. I'm like, <laughs> all. you know, a lot of kids, they, they don't even know exactly like what we're pull, you know, pulling from his influence. Right. But I'm like, dude, for a kid who's like not into this to listen to something that's like. But they respond to it. Even if they don't know what it is, they respond to it. It's it's insane. It really it blows me away. It gets me stoked. I'm like, dude, that's nuts. That's fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Pretty fucking epic. But uh, yeah, super harsh, super like abrasive. Right. Um, And I'm like, dude, I. But it's the energy. They respond to the energy, you know, they like if you it. have that, if you're the type of kid that like you have uh, that, like, you know, beast inside you, yeah. when you feel that energy, you're going to, it's going to awaken it. You know what I mean? Oh, totally, man. And we met a lot of those kids. I mean, that's my favorite thing. Like the young kids, like, dude, like, this is my first show. I'm like blown away. I'm like, dude, you are awesome. More than anybody. I'm glad you're here. And like, there's been a couple of kids like, dude, I went back. Like I started my own band since. And like, right. you guys are like, you know, yo, we just did this gulch cover in my friend's garage last week. I'm like, dude, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. You guys are like 15. That's epic. Yeah. And that's the, that's like the really special thing to me about hardcore is like, it's not the biggest genre of music by any means. And it never will be, but the people who are into it, like do shit. So, you know, oh, that yeah. like, even if you're only playing to 75 kids or something like that, like 70 of those people are going to end up doing something cool. And you, know, oh, you may have inspired them to do some of that. Oh, totally, man. It's, it's, it's epic. It's so epic. And I'm just like, I mean, I really do. I say that, but I'm like, dude, I, I, I'm waiting. I think I'm going to wake up one day. Cause it doesn't, it really doesn't feel real. And especially seeing the reactions of these kids. I'm like, dude, this I've seen, I see this for other people. It's crazy that that's like happening for us. You know, it just, it doesn't seem real, man, but it's, it's super real and it's super awesome, man. Yeah. I, I I can't believe it, dude. Cool. Well, I'll uh, I'll let you go, but I feel like this album. I'm sure it's going to be great, and I really do feel like you guys have like such a special, unique vibe that uh, I really feel like it's going to reach a lot of people. People are going to really respond to it. So I hope you guys can get out there and bring it to kids all over the world because I feel like there is something special here, dude. Thank you so much, Finn. I, I really appreciate that, man, and I and I hope so. And I hope do you like just to pick your brain for a sec? Yeah. Do you go to? Do you get to go to shows in, in your in your neck of the woods? Uh, I don't. Do you get bombarded. I only go if a friend's band is playing. Okay, totally. And it, like, where where would you go if it is it is it Seattle? Is that the closest city for you? Or uh, we're halfway between Seattle and Portland. Either one. Okay, so you're, is it like Tacoma? We live in Olympia. We we lived in Seattle until last year, and then we moved down to Olympia because it's like literally half the cost of Seattle. Totally, dude. I've been Olympia once. Played Olympia one time a couple of years ago. That's sick, though, man. Okay. 
So I hope to make it up your neck of the woods. I could imagine like there's cool like house show kind of things in Olympia. I, I don't go to those. Totally. But it, it's it's cool. Yeah, man. Well, dude, hopefully one of these days make it out. We get to see you and, and meet you in person, man. I just want to say thank you so much. I'll definitely show up. And if you play Seattle or Portland, I'll we'll definitely head out. Dude, I hope so. That's what was it? The Vera Project. They got the just another gig, dude. Uh, Zach, he's putting on the crazy events out there. Yeah. And it looks sick. I hope to come out soon, man. I want to beat the weather. I don't know if it's going to happen before it gets winter time, but we'll see. Yeah. Keep me posted. We'll definitely show up. Yeah, man. Dude, seriously, thank you again so much for having me on. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I watch a lot of your, your videos and your podcasts, and I'm just, I'm very thankful to you have been a part of it, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Always happy to help however I can. Yeah, dude. Right on, man. Well, hey, you have a great little day, and I'll, I'll see you soon, all right? Yeah, you too. Take care. Thanks, brother. Cheers. All right, my friends. That does it for this episode of the podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. If you want to help the show, there's a couple things that you can do. First of all, share it on social media. If you share it, tag us, tag Finn McKenty, that's me, and tag Deanna Chapman, that's a producer. Second thing you can do, if you really, really, really love us and really want to support us, you can support us on Patreon. There's a link to that in the show notes. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to this, or you can do none of that, and you can just sit at home thinking about how awesome this podcast is. That works too. Again, thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. We sincerely appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind, uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick, and usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not so grown-up things like hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love want to love or hate yeah imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that that uh has impacted your life uh and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week so triangulate your speakers think about jumping off the bed singing along dancing like an idiot and listen to axe grind podcast Hey, what's up? My name's Lurk, and I'm the host of Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast. Every week, I have in-depth conversations with bands from all over the scene, big and small. We also like to keep our finger on the pulse and showcase up-and-coming bands on the show as well. So come check out Lamb Goat's Van Flip Podcast.